Bravo. beautiful Thursday evening in Clearwater, Florida, and it is beautiful. Weather couldn't be much better than it is today, Dr. Angel. Oh, no. Totally perfect for weather. Yes, it is. Like 78 or something like that. I mean, absolutely gorgeous. So we're excited about this show. We have a new series we're starting, actually, tonight. And uh, we're talking about gifts, because isn't this December, and isn't Christmas around the corner? This is the month of Christmas and gift-giving. Right. It certainly is. And so we're so excited excited to be talking about all the things we're going to talk about here in this hour and we're so glad you've joined us here tonight we're going to talk about a very special gift and this gift is going to change your life kind of like the gift we talked about last week on our thanksgiving day show that was quite an amazing gift wasn't it that was a very amazing gift what was it (laughs) That was the uh, (laughs) gift of gratitude, the The attitude of gratitude. gratitude. Yes. And if you missed that show, you can actually uh, go to the podcast here on the station, which is Tantalk1340.com. And go to the podcast section, go down halfway, there's a link, and you can go and you'll see all the shows listed. Go to Go Yard and you can catch that show. And it's up there. So if you missed it, now's a good time. Not not right now. We want you to listen right now to what we're going to talk about today because it's another gift. And it's an important gift. And this one, Doctor, is the gift of mindset makeover. Whoa. Kind of like that. That's a big one. Mindset makeover. We're getting ready to turn the year and go into a new year as we begin in January. And a lot of people just love to do New Year's resolutions and and make changes in their life. And and some of those changes stick and some don't. But we're going to be talking in December about a lot of changes that are going to really help you in this new year, aren't we? Well, I think, yes, we are. And I think that what we need to do is before we get to January and we're ready to make those New Year's resolutions, we need to get some tools behind them yes, so that we can be successful this year. Absolutely. I don't want empty New Year's resolutions. I want our listeners to be able to make a New Year's resolution and have the tools that right. they need to, to begin making this an action in their life. So we're talking about some substantial change that can happen in our listeners' lives all of them if they if they choose um let's talk about what's going on right now it's a good lead into a mindset makeover what's going on in the news right now doctor there's been a lot of things going on in the news recently there's been a lot of issues going on in missouri with the whole police officer and the death of that that young man and then there were some issues in new york city with another death and the police officers um we have the issue of uh, legalizing gay marriage here in florida is becoming huge popular in the news and so around and i think that there are many issues across the board uh Ray Rice, let's bring him back yes. up because domestic NFL, violence. So we started this we show did, with talking and they about. made a ruling, and they did, and you know that now he's eligible to play again, yes. and the NFL was overturned. So there's massive major a lot of things going on. on, and everybody has an opinion on all of that that you just said. I mean, we could go a whole show on all this unrest with police, and and especially with the African American community and how people just riled up, and there's so many people that have done so much as far as destroy property and fires and and they kind of got on this bandwagon here for the last few weeks of of absolute unrest and civil disobedience civil unrest has been going on hasn't it 
very it's much been crazy. Been a lot of things happening and right unrest and then there and then we have it's kind of shaping people's opinions one way or the other way and then we have other masses getting on other bandwagons and then we have people generalizing people based on actions and attitudes so we have this crazy chaos happening right now i like that crazy chaos because that is what seems to happen right now in or is happening right now in our nation and you listen turn on the news and it's just one awful thing after another you know and so many people with opinions i mean everybody's got an opinion about everything don't you think you know they do you know (laughs) i if there was just this week, I think that uh, somebody had an opinion about Obama's daughters. I mean, oh, that was crazy. Oh my gosh, yes, that was. You everything know. Right. people have opinions That's about another everything. One. Right. Well, that didn't turn out so well for that person who put that on Facebook. And you know, social media is really making everybody's opinions more transparent. I guess more visible, more out there. Uh, you know, we're hearing all these people tweeting and, you know, Facebook posting and all of this of their opinions. And some of the things they say are not nice. Oh, yes. There's been a lot of not nice things on social media. Well, you told me today about something with Amy Grant. And I, I love Amy Grant. She's a wonderful uh, Christian artist. And, and she's been around a long time and cut a lot of, of albums and all of that. And what happened on Facebook to her yesterday? Well, you know, it was really disappointing because she posted a picture of her hanging her Christmas tree in her house. And haters get on and say, how unchristian to put a Christmas tree up in your house. How could she do that? That's so ungodly. And... Wow. Really? It's a Christmas tree. Right. If wow. Did she respond? All the time. You know, I did not see a response, okay. but I'm just thinking, wow. Haters. I like that word. And I have recently just been hearing that word a lot um, about, you know, that our social media is full of haaters. You know, uh, how do you define a hater, Dr. Angel? What are they? Who are they? You know, they? I really think of a hater as a person who just always has something negative to say no matter what. I mean, if you can find something to hate about somebody putting up their Christmas tree, I mean, really? That, yeah, you know, it's ridiculous. But, yeah. You know, and it, well, you know, we don't post things on Facebook for, you know, people to give us their dissertation of their opinion. It's to share our lives and to feel connected. And sure. People sometimes take that as this green light to present their case, whatever that case may be. Right. And that everyone should think like them. Well, I remember just a few weeks back when the wonderful comedian Robin Williams took his life. And that was a very sad thing. I've always loved his work. But, I mean, there were haters that that got on Facebook and different and Twitter and whatever and, and made a lot of very cruel comments they mentioned it on tv about those hateful comments that came up people it seems like we have a lot of people that are very insensitive to the feelings of other people in this day and age don't you think i think so people aren't courteous like they used to be i i don't know that's a generalization for me to even say that people aren't courteous but it seems like there's a lot of that i think we're lacking that sympathy and empathy in our culture today right instead people are so quick to judge very very quick to get on with limited information or no accurate information right they are making quick decisions and uh, boasting these opinions extremely loudly and causing causing, a ruckus causing chaos well there haven't there been on facebook and twitter announcements of certain celebrities dying and they weren't dead yes absolutely (laughs) you know and that's part of the trap of social media is there's so many hoaxes yeah um there's so many false information right um there's websites that look like like and csnbc or you know cnn but they're not and they're giving all this false information and then people repost this like it's true and then it keeps getting reposted and before you know it we have this everyone's posting information that's not true or accurate wow and we Actually, this is pretty dangerous. We want to talk about this tonight. And the title of this show is The Gift of Mindset Makeover. The Gift of Mindset Makeover. And we want you to give this gift to yourself as we go through this show that you will be able to relate to some of the the problems that we're talking about and that you will want to be a part of the solution and not the problem. The gift of Mindset Makeover. You can talk to us during the show tonight. And that number to call in is 727-441-1380. 
3000. Our wonderful engineer Chris in there will take the phone call and you know, he'll ask you your name and where you're from and then it'll pop up here on the computer in front of Dr. Angel. 727-441-3000 or you can text me right here to my phone and um, that is 727-417 0707. That phone number has so many sevens in it that I've got to repeat. And it was intentional, by the way. I picked that number. But I'm going to repeat it for anybody who wants to text in a comment or a question during the show, if that was easier for you than calling in. And my phone number right here, 727-417-0707. So the goal of tonight's show is to cause people to think a little bit about their mindset are they and we we've talked a lot on go yard the last few weeks we just began this radio show in september we've talked a lot about people thinking positively and negatively haven't we very much so because it's a very positive um it's a very impactful concept how we think because it affects just not only our mental health and our well-being in our states today but also affects our our physical health it does and it has many implications throughout many domains of our life and so positive and negative thinking is very important it's a driving force behind our feeling contentment and satisfied and our feeling miserable and depressed okay in fact, last week, going back to that show on gratitude, you really came up with a lot of research, medical research that's been done and psychological research, why gratitude absolutely improves your health. And it absolutely does. And gratitude's positive. It's very positive, And it's changing that mindset Woo. to think positive and to think what you do have instead of what we don't have. Okay. So can every single one of our listeners uh, effect a mindset makeover in their life if they choose oh absolutely if they choose to if they choose you have to be purposeful and we use that word all the time we do purposeful all the time on this show why because things just don't happen by accident we want change we have to be purposeful to make that change happen if we want to grow it's purposeful we want to be grateful it's a purposeful mindset right and that what Dr. Phil says all the time really applies right here (laughs) we can't change what we don't acknowledge acknowledge explain that to our audience well, you know that's where self-reflection is kind of really important and i use the mirror window uh, word picture a lot with my clients when we talk about this you know as a society and as a culture we are trained to look out at the window and judge everybody else's life and lifestyle and i can we, we can, are trained in trained. our culture in what our do you culture. mean explain that well look how, at social- how do we get trained to do that Look at social media. It happens from from the time we're young. Okay. There's whole talk shows on what celebrities should and shouldn't be doing and who they're marrying oh, and what clothes okay. they're wearing. And yeah, does that I see look what you're good? saying. Does it not look good? Oh, yeah. Fashion police and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, so right. as a society, our culture okay. has trained us to look out and continually judge through the window of their people's lives. Whoa, that's huge concept right there. Now, a lot of people don't even realize that our culture has trained us to do that, right? They have, and we get sucked into all this reality TV show. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's yes. all about judging right. something outside that window. And so, but while we're looking out the window, we can't be working positively towards our own growth and change. So what happens is, is we become very proficient at being negative okay. and critical. Right. Instead of looking in our mirror where we can take that inward look at ourselves cool. and say, oh my goodness, this is kind of an ugly habit or this is something that is not working for me in my life. What can I do? Instead, we don't recognize that, so we can't change it. So you're saying in order to affect a mindset makeover, there's got to be internal in, in, you know, uh, reflection, inspection of ourselves. We, we've we got to do something about what's going on on the inside of us and our behavior. And we got to acknowledge that we got issues that we need to work on instead of thinking we're perfect and everybody else is the one that's really a mess, right? Yes, and it takes <laughs> it takes purposeful and openness reflection. And sometimes it's even hard for us to see that. And it's going humbly to some trusted people in our life and saying, hey, You know, what do you think I could improve? Maybe they're accurate, maybe they're not, but it's being open to hear other people's perspectives to help you look at maybe these are something I should look at for myself. And, you know, I think a clue... Uh, to bad mindset is when you keep getting in the same messes over and over again and you keep you keep 
uh, hurting people or alienating them in a certain way, or maybe your mouth gets you in trouble and you you don't stop and think and you just blah, you know, just blurt it all out there and it just gets, you know, awful, you know. So, you know, it's it's amazing to me that so many people really are entrenched in that negativity to the extent that they are that that's the way of life and the the judging that we talked about a minute ago is such an integral part of their life it really is well it almost becomes a driving force in their life so when they're looking they're so used to looking outward right that they can't look inward and inward is the only part we can really change is us oh absolutely so it's time to do something about this we've identified the problem right very much. Okay. <laughs> so we have, uh, we're, we're a nation that so often stereotypes people, don't you think? We very much stereotype mm-hmm. people and generalize groups of people based on some behavior, a few people's behavior. But we're all individual. We're all part of the human race. There you go. And that's okay. the race that counts. We're the human race. Okay. So people groups. And, you know, the world is made up of people groups, mm-hmm. not just nationalities, but behaviors, uh, jobs, um, age groups. Uh, I mean, there's like an X generation, a Y generation, and a, I don't know what all generation there are anymore. I'm the baby boomer generation. That I know. And that's about <laughs> all I know. Well, the rest of them, I have no clue what they all are. I don't even know what you are. What's your generation? I think I'm Generation X. Are you? Well, who knows? (laughs) (laughs) But stereotypes. We really do stereotype people groups, don't we? And think everybody's like that. It's a trap. It can be a trap. And yes, we can be caught in that trap. And it can be based on socioeconomic status. Um, You know, people can even judge based on which cell phone carrier you use. Oh, my gosh. It can be almost a heated debate at a dinner when other people have different cell phones. Oh, I love Apple, and I love Droid, and yeah. Yes. Okay, gotcha. All right. Um, A lot of people believe that their opinion, everybody needs it. Everybody needs their opinion because the world is going to be better if they hear their opinion, correct? There is that thought going around (laughs) that everyone needs to hear my opinion, and my opinion is the standard for the world. Right. And that is not the case in any stretch of the imagination. But that's the way a lot of people feel. Absolutely. And so they, they feel, feel very way. comfortable just, you know, throwing it out there, throwing it out there. I think you should do mm-hmm. this. This is what you should do. And don't you think that has a root of control, trying to control other people? I think it's a root of control, but I think even deeper, it's more of a, it's more of a root of selfish. It's like they okay. believe this world is revolving around me and I'm the standard. I set the standard for everybody else. My opinion's the one that counts. So it's a lot of self-centeredness. When families sometimes, you know, we've always done it this way. And if somebody kind of gets out of the norm and, you know, dresses yes. a little different or talks a little different or whatever the case may be we could go on and on uh so okay so we've talked about social media and how that really affects things why don't people examine themselves dr angel i'm asking your professional phd licensed mental health counselor opinion here why don't people examine their own behaviors and motives i think they don't examine their own behaviors and motives because then they're going to might not like what they see and then there's a what am i going to do about it when i can look out it's easy to look out there's no work to look out i have no responsibility that you're dressing in this fashion or using this cell phone company or a part of this social group but when i look inward and i can see something that's not so pretty then i've seen it and now what am i going to do about it and that's work and that makes me imperfect and i'm flawed okay so If I hear you correctly, a lot of people spend time just being preoccupied, like on their cell phone or whatever, with judging others, criticizing, trying to say this isn't right or do it this way or or this, their opinions, because to take the time to meditate, reflect, self-analyze or look inside and say, wow, how could I have handled that situation better is painful. It can be very painful. And a lot of people don't have the courage to face it. That's Mm -hmm. what you're saying. Yeah, it takes a lot of courage. So we're talking about mindset makeover. Um, It brings up the lyrics of the Michael Jackson song many years ago. What were those? Do you have those? Oh, Man in the Mirror. I think you wrote those down, right? The Michael Jackson did. And and it's, it's a true concept. I mean, 
if we're going to make that change, there's only one person we can start with. And, and he quotes that, you know, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. So many times we want to keep Whoa. asking others to change their ways. Oh, yeah, ways. we're good at asking other Very, people. Because yeah. that's not work for us to do. It's sure. work for them to do. Right. We're, I think we are kind of have this lazy mindset sometimes. Oh, I totally agree. Complacency. Go ahead. But if you want to make the world a better place, we have to look at ourselves and make the change. Okay. And, you know, he talks about we got to get it right when we, we have this opportunity to do this. Because if we start closing off our hearts, we're going to close our mind and then we're going to get stuck and sealed inside Oh, wait a minute. Let's go back to that line. If we close our hearts, we'll close our minds. Yes. Talk to me about that. Well, when when we stop empathizing and sympathizing for our fellow humans, for okay. the human race, right. then we become, we can't feel for them anymore. Then we, we close off our thought processes in our minds. And now our views are the only right views and our, us are the only ones that is important. And we're not so willing to be there for our fellow man. So if you put yourself in, let's say, um, one of the victims of these police situations that have happened in the last few months or couple few weeks, and you think, how would that affect me if that were me or if that was my son? You know, is that what you're talking about? Very Try- much. And finding okay. empathy on and sympathy on both sides of, of views and perspectives, instead of being quick to, to jump to judgment and criticism, there are two sides. And so when we stop looking from someone else's perspective, we really start closing our minds and we can get stuck in that very um, cut and dry, closed minded place. And it's dangerous to be in that. Absolutely. What if some of our listeners are thinking, well, I know this person in my life and this person in my life that they they do what you're talking about. They are so closed minded or they're always judging or they're how do we handle a person like that? Well, you know, and that's what I want us to focus on tonight is not let's let's stop looking at what everybody else is doing. Okay. That's a good point. Just change it for you. Let's change it for you. Be that example. We're going to go to a commercial here in just a minute. But we invite you to use our our call line if you'd like to call and talk to us during the show and give an opinion or ask a question to Dr. Angel. We'd be happy to hear from you. 727-441-3000. That's the phone number here. Or... You can text a comment or a question to me directly, 727-417-0707. We'll be right back. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. Whoa, engineer Chris. Ah, haters gonna hate, hate, hate. Wow, that's a Taylor Swift song. Yes, it is. I just heard her sing that on something the other day on TV. Haters gonna hate, hate, hate. This is a common thing we're hearing. And thank you for putting that Michael Jackson uh, man in the mirror on there. That's what we were talking about, that song. And this is a problem. Haters are gonna hate, hate, hate. So it's people that are in the in the in the habit of hating habit of disagreeing you can't do anything right they're not going to agree with you they're going to find fault with you correct very much so and so instead of focusing so much on changing the haters that are going to hate 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 let's start focusing on us and know that a hater is going to hate we're not going to change that a hater is going to hate okay the haters got to want to change right you know, I just used um, an analogy very similar to this on Facebook, but, you know, a snake, 
a venomous snake is going to bite. And if we expect that snake to do anything different, that's on our part. That snake was made to bite. And until that snake changes it, whatever its purpose is, it's going to bite. And when we expect it to do something different, we're the ones that have we get hurt. issues. We yeah. get hurt. We get bit. And then we're, why did the snake bite me? Well, because snakes bite. And it's the same thing with haters. Haters hate. Right. So when they're giving you hate, that's what they do. So right. instead of hate's look, a strong ooh, word, doctor. It's awful word. But you know what? That is what is going on with so many people is that it's really hatred. It is the opposite of love, you know, and frankly, it's evil. It's too. very evil. Um, it's very discouraging. It feeds negativity, it help, you know, hopelessness. It's it's just it's awful. But we can't change the haters are going to hate. What we can change is how what we do and how we change ourselves and the, what we choose to listen to and not listen to. Okay, so we've got to get off of the bandwagon of I got to change my husband, my wife, my children, my relatives, my work co- companions. I got to quit trying to change everybody and I got to just work on me. Is that what you're saying? Very much so. I don't want you to think about who does this in your world. I want you to think of what am I doing? Whoa, that's good. That's powerful. We have to learn to self-examine. How do we do this? Well, it, it comes with purpose and intentional. And one of the okay. things is is really taking a realistic look and what's working, what's not working. If I'm struggling with a relationship or things aren't going quite the way I think, what's my contribution to this? Right. Instead of, well, he should, she should, they, they, they. What am I doing? If what could are, I do better? If you're not feeling close to someone, if you're if you're feeling like people have pulled back from you, a spouse or mm-hmm. or a relative or a friend or, or somebody at work, uh, take a look at your own self first. Is that what you're saying? Very and much see so. if you've been displaying some kind of an arrogant attitude or a criticalness or whatever. Look at self-exam. That's what we're talking about here. Self-examine and look at yourself. And it's going to those people that are very close that you trust and that know you well and asking them really openly and not becoming offended with what they say. That's that's the hard part, isn't it? When we ask somebody, hey, how am I coming across? You know, we want people to say, oh, you're coming across great, honey. We want and them to feed our egos. We, Come on. Of course. And but but if they're truly our friend and really want what is best for us, they'll say, wait a minute, why don't you take a look at this? Right. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're saying? Very much so. And they'll help give us a little flashlight to shine on maybe some areas we need to look at. So our actions are very important. How we come across what we say. How about the tone of what we say? The tone of what we say, the motive behind our actions, the motive. You know, in a murder, in a good murder novel or a good murder dateline thing, there's they're always looking for the motive. I love to watch those dateline murder mysteries, and, and somebody's always got a motive, and it's usually the one who kills the person <laughs> had a motive. Well, what, usually, there's several people who have motives, but that's even true. That's when you're true. looking at crimes, which is a great example, you know. A dead person, a person who was dead and murdered, the motive makes a difference between, you know, a few years in prison and life sentence. Be- the why, yes. the motive, the why. Yeah. And what's premeditated or so whatever. Yeah. The action, although actions are important, that motive is the driving force, which is even more important for us to examine. Because we may have what looks like great actions. Right. But if our motives are not great. So we can be sweet, kind, and lovely, mm-hmm. but have a, a purpose behind that of control or trying to get somebody to do what we want them to do. Just steer them in the direction. Manipulate, yes. Manipulation. Steering people in the direction of what we want to accomplish so we can be, it's really false then. It's a false niceness. It is a false niceness. So looking, when we look in ourselves, it's time to start looking in, in our own motives. And when I, when we do something, maybe to look, well, why, what, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Is this really genuinely to help that person or am I really wanting something back in return? Right. What's going on in me? Right. Okay, so that self-exam thing we just keep talking about, that's so important. So looking at our own motives, why am I doing this? Um, and then that I think it really comes like it, it, this is a perfect time of year to, to talk about these things with the New Year's resolutions coming up. But it is a purposeful, like you keep saying that word, and I love that word, so important that we make a plan. We, we, we say, okay, I want to change this in me. I want to... I want to, you know, do something about my mindset. I want a mindset makeover. 
you know, very much. And you know what? I like that we're doing this this time of year. And I'm going to tell you why, because this is a very stressful time of year. Oh, it we is. have extra financial obligations, relational obligations. We see families that we don't traditionally see and have all this conflict potential. And you know, when, when the temperature gets pulled up in our lives, we start seeing more of our bad side, more of the things Ooh. we need to work on. So Ooh. this is a great time <laughs> to start true. exposing and self-reflecting. Yeah, when the pressure's on, we tend to... It's true. When the heat turns up, that some of that goo comes right? out. And let's look at it as this is an opportunity for a New Year's resolution. Okay. This is an opportunity to, to work on something. What about the person who is such a gung-ho, going to get it done, and they hear your advice right now, doctor, and they and they say, oh, I'm just awful, I'm terrible, and I, I, I can't, oh, I got so much to change, and I got to make a list of everything wrong with me, and, and they go like crazy the other direction well and we do we have our perfectionists our our obsessive compulsive type people right um maybe not clinically but you know life is a long time it is a marathon and we're not going to sprint everything and the thing is is change is always it's a process of emerging and becoming and we're constantly going to grow because when we stop growing we start dying right and so looking at you might have one area that you might really feel like you need to push through but it's you're never going to arrive there's no arrival just like the birth of a butterfly and how it takes a while to come out of that cocoon right yes in life there's no arrival you're just getting more strength and more tools to handle the next so there's never going to be a day where you're going to call me and you're going to say hey mama mac i got it all together i finally have it all together today (laughs) this is it this is my day you're not going to do that not going to happen we're Hmm. human and yeah part of the human race means we are finite beings okay and we are going to constantly have room for growth and improvement absolutely Okay, so um, we've talked uh, before about journaling. How Mm -hmm. could that be a tool that could be used in this process of mindset makeover? It could be a tool that's used in this process. And and it's not, I don't want people to get so stuck in the method, the tool. It could be, you know, talking to yourself, looking in the mirror physically even, and just, you know, having that conversation with yourself. I know it sounds kind of silly, but maybe that's what it'll take. Maybe journaling. Maybe it's just purposefully you know making a list of some things or jotting down notes or it could be a variety of things um correct me if i'm wrong but i think a clue to what needs to be changed is when we obsess over changing others oh yes okay that to me is a clue do you want to go on with that idea well and i think that's what we were really talking about in the beginning of the show because it's so easy for us to get stuck in this outward look it's easy to look at everything else people are doing wrong <laughs> right <laughs> makes us feel better about ourselves yes. because i'm not doing that so right. i'm good yeah but the truth of the matter is is we all need to grow and if you're looking out you can't really be looking in and the only thing that's going to cause change is looking in and starting to work on that okay so let's say we get a journal or we write down or we You know, it's so important to take some time alone in your busy schedule. You know, I think that's one thing that I have a problem with Facebook about, okay? And I'm I'm on it, but I haven't probably looked at it for months or longer than that. But it's because I really don't have enough hours in a day as it is, and there's other priorities and other working two jobs and, and everything else. But a lot of people, I think, it's just my opinion, they spend their free time looking at the lives of other people. Oh, and it gives them opportunity to criticize, to judge, to put those comments on. Yeah. And and then they don't have to look at what's going on in their own world. It's a distraction, but it's it's a a very unhealthy distraction. Right. And it's a distraction that's going to keep you under your circumstance and feeling depressed and isolated and anxious and alone and defeated. Right. Because, you know, if you really look at it, everybody posts the great life. People yeah. don't post the bad things that's going on in the world, but we right. all have it. You know, we're not, sure. you know, taking great pictures, the selfies when our hair is all mess and we look like <laughs> a hot, we're taking them when we are all to the nines, you know, yeah, there you go. We all have issues in our <laughs> life. So when we're looking at everyone's best, right, we're not 
it makes us feel like, well, oh. Well, doesn't it make us feel bad? Makes us feel really bad. Yeah, we can get to feel so self-conscious mm-hmm. that, oh my gosh, I don't measure up to all these friends of mine that just got the great job, just got the, you know, the the pretty baby, not the ugly baby, and et cetera, et cetera. I'm teasing there. But Very seriously, much. you know, when we compare ourselves, this is what we're saying here on this show. When we compare ourselves to other people, we can get ourselves into some trouble. So when we're looking at them to judge them to be critical or when we're judging them to measure ourselves, it's not helping us. Right. So there's nothing good that's coming from it. So right. let's stop doing it. All right. So we're going to quit judging others that's step one and step two is we're going to take some time away from whatever other distractions there are in our lives actually take some purposeful there's the word again mm-hmm. quality time and kind of self-examine kind of look at our lives and say what do I, what what do i need to change here in my mindset in life what needs to be have a makeover here very much. And you're right. Taking those purposeful moments and scheduling if you have to. Okay. Scheduling a little bit of alone time or taking the, the time when you're outside walking or in your shower or driving. Just don't put your music on. You don't have to be on your phone. Use that as your exactly. time. But you don't. I know we have busy lives and everyone is always in an effort to try and find more time. But we actually have time. We just got to stop using distractions mm-hmm. during those. Times. Absolutely. And I think we'd be remiss not to mention relationship with God is so important here in this type of thing. When we when we sit down and spend time with God, talk to him, he will show us those things in our lives that. He will remind us of a situation that we did or something, you know, will come to mind that we'll be like, oh, yeah, I I messed up there. And he has that ability to do that. So So, grow that relationship with God, too. Get some silence in our lives. Get some silence. We really need it. And we live in a culture that silence is golden because it's hard to get. Ooh, you said a you said a very important word right there, golden. It is golden. Let's talk about the golden rule. Golden rule, and I you know rules to live by, and everyone's like, oh, I know the golden rule. It's the first one we teach our kids. Yeah, but do most people even know what that is? But as a culture, we don't even use it. You know, treat others with the same kindness and respect that you desire to be treated with. Right. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you is actually the scripture in the Bible. It's the golden rule. In the, that Jesus and, said. Yes. And that's been, been referred to for years as the golden rule. And it really is because he said it's summed up in this. Very do much. unto others the way you want to be, have them do unto you. So here's the deal. We have an expectation for how people should treat us. However, we change However. that how we treat them. <laughs> uh-huh. And so... Mm-hmm. Come on. It's coming back to that empathy and, and sympathy in our culture. And so we wouldn't like it if somebody was snotty or arrogant or kind of, um, I can't think of the word, uh, cross, mean, um, put you down. Well, no. Uh, said, what, about, what kind of an outfit is that? That's ridiculous. Or something. We wouldn't like that. Or just the simple things in life. And, you know, I'm a simple person. I, I like to keep it simple. I look at the simple. How about holding a door for somebody? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. It's so lost in our society. Yes. How many doors I get slammed in my face. Yes. And the person's a footer in front of me, and they just close the door. And I'm like, really? Right. Let's just treat others how you want to be treated. Take that extra 30 seconds and hold a door for someone can make their whole day. Right. Absolutely. I was in a store the other day and there was a long line, like 25 people waiting to check out. And people were in one long line. And one of the cashiers said, "Uh, you can all get in the other lines. And it was very interesting. It kind of was a social commentary because we all just kind of stood there a minute. Like, who's going to break out of line and go up there because there's other people? And, they, you know, people start doing that. But people said, wait a minute, you were first. You you were ahead of me. It was kind of cool. I, I mean, it happened just a couple of days ago to me. And it was people were very kind. I thought, my gosh, that's interesting. And that is very interesting. And, you know, the funny thing is, is kindness and this golden rule concept is so, so important. silent in our culture that when it happens, it becomes a major deal. I mean, come on. I noticed it. I thought, whoa, that was weird. That doesn't usually happen. Yes. People are saying, you are ahead of me. Go on up there. Because we're so, <laughs> we're conditioned right. to rudeness. Uh, ooh. Oh, my gosh. Wait a minute. Where's my bell? <laughs> Say it again, doctor. We are conditioned to rudeness. And so when we hear that some 
you know, I saw on um, Facebook that somebody posted that they were in the drive-thru, I don't know, maybe McDonald's or one of those places, and that the car in front of them randomly didn't know them paid for their order. That was a huge oh, deal. Oh, that's cool. Maybe a couple dollars, I don't know, but still, mm-hmm. that made Facebook fly out all over major social media, this one random act of kindness. Whoa. We need more of these acts of kindness. We sure do. We sure do. So, um, kindness is so important in our lives as, I mean, when people are not kind, uh, it has a big ripple effect, I think, in in affecting relationships. Relationships, but it can affect people's moods and attitudes. Uh, when somebody does something kind for you, you're going to be more inept to smile and you're going to be more pleasant. Yes. Therefore, you're going to affect somebody else in a more positive way. It is a ripple effect. It really is. It's just so wonderful. Kindness is wonderful. Kindness is contagious, and one act keeps going down the dominoes. Right. But rudeness is contagious too. How can rudeness be contagious? Well, when you cut me off on the driving down the street, ah. you're going to make me feel frustrated, and then I'm going to be more short with someone, and, and it just keeps going down. Uh-huh. So it's And that does happen. Oh, my heavens. Traffic. Yes. Some people, oh, my gosh, are horrible on our streets. Maybe that's just here in Florida and not other places, but it can be very, uh, very difficult. We only have a few more minutes in this show. If you want to weigh in, you better be calling in. <laughs> it's 727-441-3000. And I know sometimes some topics really uh, lend themselves to people calling in. We've had a lot of people calling in during the few weeks we've been doing this show. And maybe tonight this is more of a reflective show, and it's not as much for a call-in. But if you want to, you still can, 727-441-3000, or you can text me, 727-417-0707. I think this is more of a reflective show, I think you're right, and you know, finding kindness... It starts with me. It starts, I can do the kindness in my world. And when I'm living in fear, feelings of anger and meanness, I'm going to project that. So when I'm feeling, living in feelings of gratitude and yes. thankfulness, like we talked last week, I'm going to project that. So it roots down right to last week. And it does. And this is the next step forward is, you know, mindset makeover and sharing just the golden rule treating others the way i want them to treat me wow giving them a giving them the freedom to make a mistake right oh my oh that's huge wait a minute let's say that one again that is a bell ringer go ahead say one more time giving others the freedom to make mistakes whoa why is that so important well we all make them right you know when i make a mistake i I hope that someone has grace to forgive me and Mm -hmm. to let me have another opportunity we need to give that grace right for others okay instead of put them on the chopping block and criticize them and crucify them and off with their head that's how we attack right we hit them when they're down right yeah wow that's huge so doing unto others the way we would have people do unto us if we're one of those people that are constantly critical of others, do you really want to be criticized all the time yourself? No, and, and that's that's it. When we are the kind that treat others with respect, when we are treating them with kindness, when we are giving them mercy and grace, we attract people who want to be with us. Exactly. We're more fun to be around. Well, yes. People don't like to hang out with. It's the old story of the uh, the Grinch at Christmas, or Very whatever much it was. The old story. He was he, he was nasty, and until Wasn't his he? heart changed, until his heart, his changed. mindset changed. Ooh. Okay, talk about heart and mindset. <laughs> I think it's funny we're talking about the Grinch. Um, <laughs> Ooh. But they talked about in the beginning of the story that his heart was two sizes too small because he couldn't empathize and sympathize for those individuals in Whoville. Right. He wanted to steal anything that could be joyful to them. And it was when his heart was opened, he was able to open his mind and go and give and be, you know, positive to these people and made their Christmas. Absolutely. We, we just got a text. Okay. And this person says, I think it's the platinum rule. Oh, I like that. Treat others. Hey, wait a minute. I just lost it. Treat others how they want to be treated. Hmm. I think it is very much. And we hear it. It's almost cliche. But it is so true. Yeah. But when we do practice this kindness and 
treating others the way they they want to be treated you know they want to be treated with kindness and respect and and so what if we don't agree with them on 14 issues or a social issue or 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 their actions or a, a way that they have messed up or a mistake they've made so what who are we to be the one that reminds them over and over again of their mistakes? And that's and we do that with our with do. our behavior, don't we? We do with our behaviors, with our words, with our attitudes, with our actions. We need to give freedom. That to me is huge concept because freedom is the is the key. We are not the judges. We don't stand on some high throne of being able to decide what is right and wrong for all of culture. And That's right. We stand accountable to what our choices are. We need to give people the freedom to make their choices. Absolutely. We just got a text from another state. I have no who. This isn't signed, so I don't okay. know who this one is. I did know who the other one was. And this person says, interesting show. The other day I was in the grocery store and was getting a cart. The next lady had trouble, so I gave her mine. Then I gave the next one to another lady. It made their day. How cool is that? Thank you for texting whoever oh, you, you are caller. out there. That was a great example. That is just just standing there doling out cards. I love it. I Keep love it. Keep it simple. It didn't cost that person anything. How do you want and to be treated? Like the other text said, you know, how do you want to be treated? And two people had a positive experience that day because one person decided to step wow. out of their way and to do something for someone else. Wow. You know, I, there's a children's cartoon. We've really kind of hit the cartoons tonight. Haven't we? Yeah. Um, the robots. I remember watching this many years ago and I loved it. But the old adage is a see need, fill a need. Yes. It's, yes. What can I do to better someone's life around me? The people I live with, my spouse, my kids, my partners, my friends, my coworkers. How can I make their life better? Exactly. And that's what it's all about. That is. It's finding those little things that I can do to make your life a little bit easier. But, you know, so many people would say to you, Dr. Angel, why do I want to make somebody else's life better? I want to, I'm working on mine, you know? What, talk to me about that. Because a lot of people are so self-centered, that's what I'm trying to say, that they absolutely wouldn't even think about what can I do to make my spouse happier today or whatever. When when we invest in those other relationships and try to do those things, we have more positive relationships. Right. And it is not all about me. It's not all about you. It's not all about anybody. And that selfish attitude is something we have to learn to start killing out. And it's so people think maybe it doesn't show, but self-centeredness shows. It, it, it's so apparent. Oh, my gosh. It's not just apparent. It's very it's ugly. disgusting. <laughs> It It leads to entitlement, like we talked about last week. Um, You know, and so taking that servant heart, I I like that. You know, so I was just talking to somebody at work um, about being an effective leader. And they're like, you know, Dr. Angel, what do you really think a quality of an effective leader is going to be? And I said, it is serving the people that I, I am accountable to. That's right. I'm not above you. I come below you so that I can serve you. Absolutely. And make to be accountable to you instead of putting myself on the pedestal above them i am actually placing myself on their feet of servitude absolutely and that is an effective leader that's the definition of a minister which i am but a minister is a servant leader and it's somebody who serves people and wants to help them grow in God, etc. And then we're talking not in the God realm, but just in the realm of interaction. We should be serving each other. How can I make your day better? How Let can me I cook make you some eggs when it comes to morning, my when it know? comes to the kids, when it comes to our spouse, when it comes to my coworkers. I think, what can I do to help alleviate something or make their day better or do something for them? It's what can I do to support. Cool. Our phone's blowing up. Oh, good. Here we go. Listen to this. I try to remember that I am the only Bible that some may ever read. Absolutely. I need to be kind and helpful to others because that's the example Jesus gave to us. We are living. Thank you, caller. You know, and I I know this is referenced in in the Bible. We are the living letters. Our our lives are read. Yes. We are living letters known to people. And that is who we are is what people see. It may be. That is it. So make a disconcerted effort in the month of December to make have a makeover in your mindset yes. and turn from what can others do for me to what can I do for others? And how can I do it in such a way that 
does not make me some wonderful thing up on a pedestal, but is just a, truly a servant. Very much. So I, if I can get any our listeners to take anything from tonight's show, I want them to take, let's self-reflect, stop looking out and judging and criticizing the lives of others by what they're doing and shouldn't be doing and should be doing. And instead, let's self-reflect and put that criticism, critical look in ourselves. Right. And then let's look at others and say, how can I improve your life? Woo. And we just got another text. We need to be kind and helpful to others. And that goes right along with what you just said. How can I improve your life? What can I do to make you happier and make you feel loved? Very much. So instead of tearing you down, I want to lift you up. Wow. And I want to put that critical eye in my own life. Absolutely. Where I can apply the change. Oh, my. This has been great. And it goes way too fast, Doctor. It always does. We love it. We've been on since September 18th. We have our all of our past shows, except for this one just now that we just did. It'll be up in a day or so. But they are on the Tantalk1340.com podcast section of the radio station's website, Tantalk1340.com. Go to podcast. Go halfway down. You'll see a link. Hit that link. You'll see all the shows from the station. Go to Go Yard, and then they're all there. So we also have a new website, and it is GoYard2014.org. Go visit it. GoYard2014.org. If you want to write Dr. Angel or me, Mama Mac, you can do that at GoYard2014 at gmail.com. Wow. We're wrapping up. We final, are. Final word, Dr. Well, I, I want you guys to start looking at yourself and let's self-reflect and start looking at what we can do to improve the lives of those around us this week. Let's give the gift of a mindset makeover. Wow. Absolutely. We are so excited to be here week after week. So we're so glad for our faithful listeners. There's a lot of them out there already. Go to our Facebook page, too. Also, Facebook 1340. Yeah, Go Yard, uh, thir- go yard 1340. 1340. I'll get all these addresses all right. right in a minute. Dr. Angel Falzoni, our resident PhD, licensed mental health counselor, and me, Mama Mac. And what's holding you back? See you next week. Good night. <laughs>